0: Hey
1: everybody! Welcome uh, to hour three of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Stella's out today. So before the break, I was talking about how these uh, crazy left-wing news outlets are just frantically saying, oh my gosh, if Donald Trump gets elected, we're just going to have a dictatorship. I got news for you people. We've got a dictatorship right now. <laughs> and, and we've got a bunch of weak... Republican legislatures that are willing to just roll over and and pass this ridiculous stuff for this woke military, not to mention the abuse of our taxpayer dollars. You know, the United States, for... Guys, it's been a, you know, I got to thinking about this. It's been a long time since the United States has fought a real war. You know, even the Iraqi war wasn't really in what I cons- what I consider a real war. That was not a challenge. Oh. I mean, we uh. we hit them with overwhelming firepower and technology. They had no chance whatsoever. I mean, we literally had these Iraqi soldiers surrendering to news reporters. I mean, this was not a real war. Now, if we ever end up in a war with China or Russia, we're going to find out what a real war is. It's, it's, uh, you know, I watched an interesting movie the other day on Netflix. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet. If you haven't, you should. It's called leave the world behind?
2: I've not seen
0: that. I haven't seen that.
1: Okay. It what it does is it it portrays what a third world war might look like. And it starts out with a family going on vacation and they I guess it's like an Airbnb or something and they rent a nice house. Uh, you know, on a lake and, and just to have a nice weekend. Well, suddenly the owner of the house and his daughter come knocking on the door and said, oh, well, this is our house and we were basically afraid to go into the city because there's like this massive power outage and we don't know what's going on. And so we stopped here. Lots of weird things start happening. Okay, as they're discussing the, the, the owner of the house, his daughter is talking to everybody about, you know, she has, actually, she has a pretty darn good idea about what's, put, probably what's going on. And everybody else just seems to be clueless. Massive power outage all over the place. Cell phones aren't working. Uh-huh. The internet's not working. Uh-huh. The emergency broadcast system comes up briefly on the television and saying, and it's and it's all fuzzy, and it says that there's been a cyber attack. And then the emergency broadcast system stops working too. And this movie is scary. Not in a way like a like ooh, kind of a scary Creepy scary because it – all of these things going on, you're thinking about, wow, this is this is like what a modern war would be. And, you know, you've heard Trump say numerous times in which he's talked about a third world war is something that you can't even imagine. There, there'll be weapons used that you can't even imagine how awful they are. And and I think that's true. I think there's stuff, I think the stuff that we're told is just scraping the surface of what, if we really had a real serious war, they'd bring out the real serious weapons. And so would the enemy. Right. You know, we're hearing about all the time about how the Chinese are hacking various different uh, things in the United States. They're practicing.
0: Oh, yeah. no count. No kidding.
1: And... We talked about earlier also about how everybody's always staring at their screen on their phone all the time. And how everybody is so addicted to technology. And we count on it so much for everything. Well, how would how would a, a modern war be fought? Let's say, for instance, that Russia finally decides they've had enough and They want to hit the United States mainland. Do you think they're going to do it by sending in fighter jets and bombers and maybe deploying troops? No, they're not going to do that at first.
2: It doesn't take a lot. You hit the power outage. It can be from an EMP up high. Oh well, you don't even have to use an EMP. Well, that that would do it. There there are there are some power plants that have protection. A friend of mine builds power plants all over the world. I have a friend that does that, too. And there are some... Tony, if are, you're listening, call in. I would love for you to be part of this conversation. it would be good to have an update from somebody who's doing it. Yeah. But they have some protection. <clears throat> but the grid itself, once the Internet goes down, once all the banking goes down once your credit card doesn't work you can't buy anything because no. nobody's got any cash and so yeah, there may be some people with cash but what are you going to buy who's where in all these new modern vehicles with no AMP protection don't Oh, run. Well, I'm going to
1: get into that too. And
2: the trucks don't run and <clears the throat> gas pumps don't pump and the diesel pumps don't pump. Yeah, if we're out of diesel, we're out of trucks and, uh, and boats and the water pumps don't pump. It's over. Yeah, it's going to be a third world country um, with a very short lifespan in it.
1: So how would you fight a modern war? Okay, let me tell you how you'd fight a modern war because everybody is so dependent on technology. Okay, the United States military, they use GPS for their airplanes. They use GPS for their bombs. Uh, We use GPS. You know, a lot of people think of GPS as like, well, it's my navigation system in my car. But the military uses GPS a lot for a lot of other things, like for for bombs, GPS guided bombs and uh, navigate commercial airliners use GPS a lot nowadays and as a matter of fact a lot of modern airliners have very automated flight systems in them
2: auto land
1: auto land yeah they use that a lot in uh, in Alaska from what I understand because of all the uh, days that they have zero zero visibility in Alaska they what is it called a category 2 landing system no, it's uh, a cat, what is it
2: cat twos are I can do a cat 2 in my 210 so okay. it's a cat three or cat, cat three okay um, and they're they're sophisticated automated machines that put the airplane on the ground in one piece
1: you know and Usually. i mention- I mentioned this a while back about and this isn't something that is like made publicly available and maybe never will but i think I think modern airliners modern jets, and as a matter of fact, I even talked about a while back about how how that f thirty five just the mystery behind the F-35 that uh, just kind of disappeared. And then they claim they found the wreckage, but the news agencies never showed any footage of the wreckage. So did it really crash? Did the F and, and they, they, they they called it a mishap, but I am guessing that a lot of modern fighter jets, airliners have the ability to control them from the ground. I'm just guessing that. So, in this movie, the enemy starts out by using cyber warfare. They shut down the internet, and that can be done in numerous ways. You can use denial-of-service attacks. You don't have to shut it down. You simply overwhelm it to the point of where it doesn't work anymore. Um, you, you, just, you bombard it with inquiries on the servers. And the servers, they can only handle so much. And it's like, uh, I don't know what to do anymore. And then suddenly, the internet's dead. They kill the satellites. That would be the first thing that would have to go. I if, you, if you were going to take down an enemy, the first thing you'd want is blind them by taking down their satellites. Right. Okay. Sonic weapons. Okay. Mm-hmm. Those are used for crowd control by law enforcement and the military. Sonic weapons can really mess you up big time. And then microwave weapons. So we have the internet goes down. The phones go down. The emergency broadcasting system goes down. GPS goes down. That's what you would do first. Right. And then an interesting thing they pointed out. You know how uh, like uh, Tesla's been having all this problem with their cars, the, the, the auto drive on them, the autopilot or whatever they yeah, call he's, it. He's recalled everyone. Uh, not being so reliable. Right. Um, those systems are online too. Uh, most modern cars are online. At least your nicer ones, let the super cheap ones probably not. But the nicer cars are connected in some way. And a lot of the new cars are coming out with these auto drive uh, features. Um, and essentially this kind of a fly-by-wire kind of control system. In which if it's connected and it's got these systems, potentially it could be hacked and the car could be driven by remote control. Right. So another thing that they did in this movie is... These people, they get off. They say, "Okay, we're going to get to the city. We're going to get away. You know, something weird's going on. We want to find out what's going on." They go down the main traffic route, and there's Teslas crashed all over the road, blocking up the roadway. And they're sitting there. It's like, "What the heck's going on?" The guy gets out and he's looking around, and then suddenly, uh, I think it was his his wife said, "Get back in the car now." And they're looking, and barreling down the road, coming behind them, is another Tesla.
0: Oh. No driver in it. Oh, yeah.
1: Zooms by them, crashes into the other Teslas that are already piled up on the road. So what somebody had done is they had basically, and they were all brand new Teslas. They still had the sticker on the window. So they were driving the Teslas off the off the lot, remotely, and then using them to crash them on the roadway and block up all the major routes. Oh. So they blocked up the transportation also airliners are falling out of the sky mm. because apparently they hacked the systems in the airliners mm-hmm. took over their control systems. And then another thing that they were doing is they were flying drones around the country and dropping leaflets. You know, kind of like we drop leaflets uh, before we're gonna like, well, I think uh, Israel's been doing that. And we've done that too. Drop leaflets so that the the, the civilians... Can leave the area before we bomb the crap out of it. Mm. <clears throat> well, these drones are dropping leaflets, and depending on which drone is dropping them, they're leaflets from another enemy country, warning that they're they're coming after us, and they're co- to confuse people. Oh, so it's all ab- and and of course it's all about confusion. Chaos. Chaos, confusion. Right. Uh, People are turning against each other. You have some of the preppers out there that are kind of losing their minds, people that are probably a little bit over the edge on their prepper kind of mentality. And, 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 And then all of this communication breakdown disrupts the continuity of government. And then the one thing that they threw in there, which kind of, kind of threw me and i i literally had to look it up it was like okay what's the deal with this the animals were acting weird like the one little girl in the in the thing she was in the backyard of this nice house that they were renting and there were literally hundreds of deer standing at the perimeter of the property just standing there staring at her wow and she was able to walk right up to them and they didn't run away hmm. And I and I got to think about it, it like how are the animals confused? Now, now this one was kind of a reach, but it, it's kind of interesting the mentality, but the thought behind that they put into this to make the whole thing even more terrifying, is that. And I learned this by when I was taking writing lessons not too long ago from my friend Tamara, which Tamara, by the way, Tamara, I do call her on a regular basis. Hi. <laughs> um, In which she was telling me that a a horse can sense if you're afraid of them. Oh, yes. Even though they're this enormous animal that could kill you in a second, Mm -hmm. they're not very smart. But they do know if you're afraid of them. They can sense this. They can sense the fear. Right. And so the theory that they're putting forth in this movie is that Wild animals sense that also they can sense fear, and they they know that because of technology and and we have the upper hand on them, so therefore they they're afraid of us and they stay away. They don't challenge us. They you know they've got that little bit of fear. Um. So the theory they were pushing in this is that the animals knew that we had been disarmed, and so therefore they became more bold. Aha! Uh-huh. And these deers were like surrounding these people interesting huh different and then after all of this after they've destroyed our communication continuity of government have everybody scared to death and 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 against each other and wondering who they can trust then then they send in the ground troops because then we're just like picking off fish in a barrel
0: oh yeah right
2: Interesting, huh? Mm-hmm. It's fall. It's a takeoff, a further takeoff of the one that. Uh, oh shoot! <laughs> Brain fade. It's, Give me some hints. It's uh, the dancer with. Uh, the dancer? Oh no no, no. no. Give me a minute. I'll think about it here. Patrick Swayze. Oh, Patrick Swayze. Are oh, you talking about Red Dawn? Red Dawn, the original. The original Red one, Dawn. not the crappy remake. The, the crappy because it sucked. The crappy, remake had, the crappy remake had a couple of interesting tidbits in it that were yeah were realistic, but <clears throat> the, Red
1: Dawn's like one of my favorite movies ever.
2: When you think about the one you just were describing, it's a very similar story, only uh, without the parachutes and coming in first.
1: Yeah yeah where they came in and they basically uh, dropped from a commercial airliner yeah. so that nobody paid attention they dropped into a little town and they and they
2: invaded the country from within yeah the t- technology is what goes what destroys us now because that, I don't remember when Red Dawn was made, but it was a long time ago. That's in the 80s, wasn't it? Yeah. I think it was. 86. 86.
1: 86. Okay. It had a lot of uh, stars in it that were up and coming that were young at the time, and they all yep. ended up doing a lot more stuff afterwards. Yep.
2: The, f- the very first phone I had was in 1986. And it was a five pound bag phone. I oh a five yeah. Five watt bag phone. Oh yes. They
1: had they had those for it had the coiled cord thing just like a regular handset. And yes. then after that they came out with the brick phones. Yep.
2: You stuck it on the dash of your truck and wired it to the horn so it'd beep when the phone rang.
1: Jody, did you ever see. see a brick phone?
0: I think I had one. Yeah. Yeah. Because they
1: called them that because I think they were about the same yes. size as a brick. Yes. Motorola. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Motorola phone.
1: Yeah, I had one of those, too.
0: Pretty interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, back on this topic, yeah. I seem to remember some of the leaders of China having said that they planned to uh, invade the U.S. without ever having to f- fire a shot. Yeah. So, this would certainly be oh, able yeah. to do that. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It would. Um, and that was the creepy thing about it. And Stella watched it too, and her and I were talking about it. You know, Stella told me, she watched it first. She said, Becca, oh my gosh, this is like the scariest movie I think I've ever seen. And it is, it's creepy. It's like, it gets you really thinking. Yes,
0: because it's too possible. It, exactly. It's, yeah. it's,
1: it's too possible. Um, and, and I think it's, it's how a high-tech war against a first world uh, opponent would be would be fought, mm-hmm. because you don't want to nuke your opponent,
0: right? It does too much I, damage.
1: It it does too much damage. It makes. I mean, what's the point? I mean, you make you make the place that you want to conquer unlivable, right. For like years, right?
2: Thousands of years. Yeah. Kind of like the Bikini Atoll, it still is uninhabitable from yeah. the. Right after World War Two. Oh,
1: was that the one? Is that uh, the the one where they tested the H bomb? Yes, uh, yeah. that was in that series I watched too. And and he was talking. That was something. An island. It's an island. Mm-hmm. And on that island, before the test, there was just a uh, like a radio tower and a little building. And apparently, they used this island as the first place to test the H bomb, which was far more powerful than the ones used in. Um, in Japan. Okay, Hiroshima Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They set this bomb off and after the bomb had exploded, the island was gone. Literally gone. Mm. And all there was left was a crater at the bottom of the ocean. Wow. So
2: that gives you an idea of how awful a hydrogen bomb can be. And the wind was blowing the wrong way, which is what, devastated the people the wind was should have been blowing one direction it was blowing the other and that just cleaned their clock and they made their their place uninhabitable too. oh yeah yeah from the, the fallout
1: you know and mm-hmm. um our one viewer uh, was saying that they'll take out our power grid first and you know you're talking about uh, the power grid a lot of these Especially with the smart grid that you're hearing so much about, mm. in which these... Smart houses. Smart houses, mm. smart grids, and these these power plants, they're all connected via network. Uh, so, I guess, so they can manage the grid on a larger scale. Like, if you have, like, um, a node go down, then you can reroute power, things like that. But that can potentially be exploited by hackers. I would think so. And... You can take down the power grid without actually blowing anything up. Yeah. Because you don't want to blow the power grid up either when you move in and you take over. You want, you you want, want. to have electricity. You want to you want to have all the modern uh, all the modern luxuries, right? Sure. Yeah, you
2: don't want to destroy it.
0: Right.
1: You don't have
2: to. Nope. Right. Yeah. Speaking of things that are destroyed. Yeah. Other night flying home from back east and it's happened to me twice. I, I am I don't fly at night too much, but <clears throat> All these windmills have destroyed the ambiance of the New Mexico's evening sky because on the top of every one of them is a damn red light. Yeah. And they all blink at the same time.
3: So they do, when don't they? you're flying
2: along, all you see is all of a sudden you see a, a sea of red lights. And you go, what is that? And my grandsons were with me and they, Grandpa, what is that? And I said, that's those windmills. They are they're just no good.
0: Where I grew up in Kansas, they put a lot of the wind farms in that area.
2: We flew over that, and I mean, there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds it's, of these yes, windmills. Yes,
0: and yes, it's so going back to visit and stay on the farm now with my sister. You know, it's it's um, I guess I will use the word annoying. Uh, certainly different. You know, we used to go lay on the on the grass and watch the night sky, and it was amazing. It was so dark you could see Milky Way really, yeah, really well, yeah. And uh, and that's all gone oh, now because gone. there's the red lights are everywhere.
1: Yeah, they're running the landscape. Yeah, they are. Mm. They're running it. You know, I I did a lot of nighttime flying when I had my little Cessna, believe it or not. Mm. I, I did some crazy stuff with I that guess little Cessna.
2: You got way more Webos than I got. I, I,
1: I, <laughs> I flew it out to, uh, I, let's see, when did I? I flew it out to Gallop and back one night mm. in the dark. And you know, it's, it's like so dark. And it's like in a, in a, it was a 73. Okay. no 150. Very, you know, I had upgraded the navigation and stuff quite a lot. You know, I had a couple of King, um, Navcoms in it. So it literally had instrument, it would do an instrument approach, mm-hmm. you know, but it, it, Nothing in it was really lit up very much because the reason for that is is because when you're flying a plane, if you have bright lights inside the cockpit... Yeah. It messes up your night vision. Of course yeah. it does. Because <laughs> what happens is your your pupils, they'll, they'll close down mm-hmm. to restrict that light. And then you can't see out very well out out the window. Right. So everything's got to be really dark in the cockpit. And so I had like one overhead little red light that would shine down on the dash. Okay. And that doesn't mess up your nighttime vision. Okay. So when it gets dark and, and at first... Uh, your eyes take a minute to adjust, but then everything seems very bright inside the cockpit with that one little red light shining down on the mm-hmm. on the cockpit. Um, but but anyway, so yeah, the 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 blinking lights out there they just mess everything up. It's terrible. Oh, I, I can weird.
2: remember early days flying for me. You fly across the Navajo Nation, it was just black. But but now all the all the little villages and homes have porches, lights, and this and that, and it and it's not. So there are times, because the sky is so dark and the phenomena you describe about nighttime vision, you can't tell the the porch lights on the ground from stars in the sky. And you have to be very much aware of being on instruments at that nighttime flying.
1: You know, that's what I notice about nighttime flying. It's hard to tell when you're looking off in the distance if there's a lot of lights. It's hard to tell if the ground is coming up at you. Mm-hmm. It's like it's very deceiving. You have to watch your instruments. Yeah, uh, gotcha. Yeah, Otherwise, uh, you can think, oh, my God, i got to climb because I'm, I'm going down. Yep,
2: what's, when, that <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. what's that goat doing up here?
1: What's that goat doing up here?
0: I didn't know goats could fly. <laughs> <Funny>. <laughs> yeah, that red light reminds me of back in the days when we still had dark rooms, and I could go process my own photographs in the dark room, which I really miss. That was such a fun thing to do. And same thing, we'd have just a, one little red light. Because it wasn't enough to uh, damage the film. Damage, it. right? Right. So, yeah, but that, that was that was always fun, and it did get got to where you could. I, I found it very peaceful. And, you know,
2: it takes a lot. of, You can do a lot of things with a self when you're doing that at the doing your own photo, photography and developing and things. It's yeah. It's a it's a talent. So yes, it is. It's, it's an pretty art. Pretty cool.
0: Yes, and sometimes if you look at the really old photos, you go to museums. By the way, if you ever get to Cody, Cody, Wyoming, go to the the uh, Firearms Museum in Cody, Wyoming. Oh yeah, boy, is that awesome! But anyway, um, it's it's just really fun to be able to see the quality of the images they were able to produce long, long, long ago.
2: That's the glass plates. They they mm-hmm. use the glass plate as the negative, right? Because we rebuilt a, a 1882 steam engine for Phelps Dodge, and oh. and that... The only directions we had was a single photograph glass plate. And you could blow it up to see the tiniest detail of a whistle or a, how these two pieces were bolted together or something like that. Yeah. It was, it's really cool. Created beautiful yeah. images.
0: Yeah, you don't see that from digital. Mm-mm. Digital's kind of taken over the darkroom, but there are things you can't do in the computer that you could no, actually do I, when you're physically in the darkroom.
2: I'm with you. I prefer film. Yeah. But I don't use it because I've got this... Left-leaning liberal iPhone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, kind of like driving a Subaru or yeah. or or a... Yugo. Or a, a Yugo. Remember that song that Rush Limbaugh had about a Yugo? In a Yugo. <laughs> that, he used to come up with these funny no. skits. They were we,
2: hilarious. We laugh, but uh, people that drive the Subarus and the Volvos are driving. Well,
1: yeah. I had a friend of mine the other day said they, they bought a... A uh, Subaru, and I said, "Did it come complete with the the, the wacky liberal stickers on the back of it?" <laughs> <laughs> they probably, do. They probably do. Okay, so coming up on the final segment. Oh wow, what are we going to talk about? I've got a lot left. Um, I want to I want to talk about how everybody is making out uh, Ukraine to be a democracy. It's not. Zelensky is a fascist. Yes, he's right. an actor. I'm he's an. Actor. You're right. He is an actor. Literally, yeah, he's an actor. True. And also, I've got here is Jack Smith being extorted. I found an interesting story. So don't go anywhere. Final segment of Freedom to Speak with Beck, Marie, and Stella is coming right up.
2: We got a little break.
3: Hello, I'm Dr. Dan Lafferty.
4: And I'm Dr. Stephanie Z from ABQ Gentle Dentistry.
3: Putting off a trip to the dentist due to dental anxiety? Let us ease your fears. At ABQ Gentle Dentistry, we are gentle from your first phone call with the receptionist to the dental chair for treatment. We offer oral conscious sedation, IV sedation, and nitrous gas. We have the latest technology to handle all your dental needs right in our office. Same-day crowns, 3D x-rays, 3D printing, digital inter photos, and laser technology.
4: Let us transform your life by transforming your smile into a smile you can love. We also offer clear tray Orthodontic Therapy. You're part of the family here at ABQ Gen Gentle Dentistry. Gentle's not just our name, it's how we treat our patients. We accept most insurance plans and also work with multiple lending companies to help make financing possible. Y hablamos español.
3: We're located at 4550 Eubank Boulevard, Northeast, Suite 101. Give us a call at 505-292-8588 to begin your journey to an awesome smile.
4: Or on the web at albuquerquegeneraldentist.com.
1: I'd like to tell you about where I take my own car for general auto repairs. Gennaro's Auto, located at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast in Albuquerque, can take care of all your general auto repair needs with fast, friendly, honest service at the lowest price in town. Gennaro's can handle anything from tune-ups and electrical repairs to a total engine swap. E Tim Young, hablamos español. Give Gennaro a call at 804-8750 or just stop by their shop at 544 Louisiana Boulevard Southeast. Do you need a trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers and closed trailers and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive Northeast in Albuquerque Monday through Saturday 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Sisko with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com.
3: Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz-Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, Shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505 362 3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission.
4: Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211.
1: back to the final segment of Freedom Speak with Becca, Marie, and Stella. Stella's out today. So if you'd like to send us your questions and comments, you can email me at becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com, and you can also check out my website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can get replays of all the previous shows, and you can also download the podcast from Spotify, Stitcher, Apple iTunes, and SoundCloud. So, wow. What do we want to talk about? I, I want to talk about this. Um, let's see what. What was the first thing I mentioned? Yeah. Ukraine. Ukraine. Okay, we keep sending funding to Ukraine, and I have talked about this. Stella and I have both talked about this numerous times, about how it's a money laundering operation. Absolutely. And, you know, these in this defense authorization act where a bunch of these republicans it's becoming more and more obvious to me that it's a uniparty they wait till the last minute and in a frantic effort oh my gosh we gotta pass this and then they they roll over mike johnson rolled over a bunch of republicans rolled over and they voted for this crap where you know now they're doing sex change operations and they're in in the military and they're they're paying for abortions all with your taxpayer money which has nothing to do with with winning war readiness or winning a war or fighting the enemy Or protecting the country, we don't give a crap about protecting the country anymore. Biden, the Biden crime regime, does not care about protecting the country. That is obvious because he's allowing us to be invaded at the southern border on a daily basis. You know, I I watched a a video recently in which you know a lot of people are arguing. Oh well, you know, a lot of women and children are coming in. They just want a better life. It's families. Um, There's a few of them coming in. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But you know, they showed a video the other day from the border. Just a long line of fighting age men. Not a single woman, not a single child in the group.
2: A division of Chinese are already in the country. Yeah. That's 10,000.
1: Wow. Joe Biden's a traitor. And I thought all along, you know, when McCarthy was Speaker of the House before they ousted him, they had this impeachment inquiry going. Well, now they don't have an impeachment inquiry going on. They have an have a official impeachment inquiry. Just get it over with. Get this guy out right. before he destroys our country. I don't think we can survive another year of Joe Biden destroying our country or whoever is pulling the strings behind Joe Biden. Right. I don't
2: think Joe Biden's really running anything. no do His brain's gone, but... The people behind them are evil. Yeah. Bottom line. Yep.
1: Oh, you know, I kind of got sidetracked earlier on this topic where these left-leaning liberal idiot news reporters are promoting this idea that they'll take what Joe Biden is doing, all the things that they mention Joe Biden is doing, the only thing that they're not doing that, like, You know, by the way, for those of you that don't know, Soviet-era Russia was way worse than Nazi Germany. They would round up tens of thousands of just civilians on a regular basis, put them in gulags, just because these people maybe weren't like, uh, maybe they were speaking out against the government. They weren't really happy with the government. They were were political enemies, Hmm. and they round them up just because of their opinions. We do that in this country now. We do. They'd round them up, they put them in gulags. We have gulags there in DC. Right. Awful conditions. I've talked to Coy Griffin, which has spent some time in one of these gulags. Roach infested, nasty, damp, dark. Oh. Disgusting. And we're putting patriotic Americans in these places. No trial, no due process. Some of them have been rotting in there for years now. Mm. Haven't been found guilty of anything. So Joe Biden, the tyrant, he will imprison people that are political enemies, and they don't necessarily get a trial. They, how they do it is they say, well, you know, if you'll take a plea deal um, and just admit that you did this and admit that you're guilty, then we'll let you out. But unless you do that, then we're going to keep you in here indefinitely. Kind of like what Hochul wants to do in New York with people under the guise of a health order. Now she's got the power to do it,
0: and the court, the court upheld it. That's, it's amazing; it they upheld amazing. it. Yeah, and that's it, when you know corruption has really come to a level that's um, almost impossible to defeat.
2: Yeah, yeah, the corruption, absolute corruption, is. It's here. It's, it's here. just here. And I mean, it's right here in our state, too.
1: You know, the only difference in what's going on here now and what was going on in Soviet-era Russia is that the people that were in the gulags, they would march them out a group at a time every single day, take them into a room and shoot them in the back of the head. Hmm. They didn't get a trial. But they also didn't keep them in prison in the gulag indefinitely. They, they ultimately shot them. That's the only thing – you know, I really do think that if these crazy lefties in this country could get away with it and if Joe Biden put the order out, yeah, I just want these pe- – we need to clean these people out. They're taking up, tra- they're taking up space in, the, in these prisons, and we, we really need to make room for, for more criminals. We need to round up some more of them January Sixers. We need to, dra- we need to round up some more of those MAGA extremists. And we don't have any space for them, so we need to get rid of the ones that are in here. So let's just take them all out, shoot them in the back of the head, throw them in a mass grave. And there would be, the sad thing is the sad state of affairs that we're in in this country right now, is a lot of the left would be fine with that. They'd that be cheering. They'd be cheering it on. Mm-hmm. You know, just like you saw, like on January 6th, where you saw these radical Islamists cheering on the destruction of the World Trade Center. You don't think we've got people like that in this country? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. We do have that way of thinking, and people are people, no matter where they are in the country. Mm-hmm. They can be just as extremist, and and we have extremists in this country. We have people cheering on cheering on the death of uh, of Jews, right? And cheering on Hamas. I yeah. mean, they're right out there for us to see.
2: Yep. And just now, I mean, even probably today, it's it's a sad state of affairs when we're so divided as a nation, and then the world's divided anyway because of different belief systems, different cultures. It's just not good.
1: You know, so they make out Zelensky to be like this freedom fighter, and we got to keep sending this money to Ukraine because Ukraine, they're just fighting for freedom. Ukraine, you know, Zelensky comes over, he's wearing his, you know, dictator green right. khakis and his sweater and and i i think he's trying to he's trying to portray the image that he just came off the battlefield which i know he hasn't done any of the fighting at all mm-hmm. you know that 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 makes me think of something that i wanted to mention real quick there was a popular show on social media where the guy talks about these um conspiracy theories which conspiracy theories do exist and a lot of them are not just theories, but they're true.
0: Yes, I agree.
1: So when I say that term, I don't mean it like the left means it when they right. say it. Right okay. Right. Um, but he he brought up this uh, notion that Zelensky has bought a couple of expensive yachts with the money that he's been getting. Now I think I personally think Zelensky's corrupt as hell. But the story he was pushing was fake, oh. completely. Not based on any kind of actual legitimate facts. Yeah. I think this guy just has to produce an, a, a a a a show every day, and it has to be outrageous and exciting to get the clicks. Yeah. Um, which I don't do that kind of crap. I like I like bringing up interesting topics, but I have to verify them too. So. I, I literally, it only took me like five minutes to verify that this guy was full of crap, oh. uh, what he was saying, that Zelensky didn't buy these yachts. He, he talked about the names of the yachts. I did the research. Apparently, the yachts are still for sale. And the uh, broker that is in charge of selling the yachts says, no, we haven't sold those yachts. Oh, wow. They're still for sale. They're online. You can see that they're online. Wow. And not only that, but the, the documentation that he, he showed that supposedly proved the sale of these yachts was bogus because... There was another uh, news agency that actually did some research on that too, and they, they discovered that they they discovered that the documents are old documents from the the broker oh. that were used back in 2012. So they're not they're not documents that would be used now oh. because they're all wrong. So somebody took old documents, forged them, and then produced them as evidence, supposedly, of this. You know, I don't like Zelensky any any more than anybody else. I think the guy is is a little dictator. And let me tell you why. Because I actually did the research on this. Imagine that. (laughs) Why is Zelensky a dictator? Well, and this sounds a lot like uh, Comrade Joe, but... uh, he suspended eleven political parties that had links to Russia. Okay, so what? They had links to Russia. Maybe a lot of people in the Ukraine would rather be under Russian rule. <laughs> Maybe they might actually vote for that and say, "Hey, you know, why are we fighting this war? Why are you sending all of our people, including sixty-year-olds, into the into the meat grinder to be slaughtered?"
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, when. Uh, life under Russia wouldn't really be any, it would actually maybe be a little better than what we currently are living under, under you. Hmm. You, the one that would suspend political parties. Oh, does that sound familiar? Suspends Ukrainian opposition parties with ties to Russia. Okay, he did that. He suspended the election.
0: Hmm.
1: He consolidated Ukraine's TV outlets, and dissolved rival political parties.
2: Sounds like Hugo Chavez.
1: does. Sounds an awful lot like that, right? And these are not on right-wing sites. I mean, so before somebody accuses me again of being a right-wing extremist, um, one of these articles came off of Yahoo News. Another article came off NPR. Now, is NPR known for right-wing extremism? Not even close. No.
2: They have radical views, but they're not on our
1: uh, no. level. No. Right. <laughs> but, you know, the thing is, is that even the left wing media is turning on these people because even I hope so. it's, it's even becoming too much for them. It's like, okay, you know, it kind of reminds me of Corinne Jean Pierre when she gets up there at the podium and how this woman could possibly. I mean, that's got to be the hardest job in the world. Yes. Where she's looking at the stuff, knowing this is total bullcrap. And I'm gonna somehow have to sell this to these idiots right. in the press room. Right. And you can tell that she's confused.
0: Mm-hmm. It's oh like yeah. It's like
1: she's she's probably getting paid good money to sure. to to push the propaganda. Right. But that's got to be like the hardest job in the world,
0: wouldn't you guys think? I would think so.
1: Or like Nikki Haley.
0: Nikki Hill she, she
1: does
2: the same thing.
1: Well, yeah, and you know Vivek Ramaswamy has been making her real uncomfortable. If you guys watch this re- oh, recent yeah. GOP yeah, debate where he called three. her out,
2: and she's like, "Oh
1: my God," and she's hanging her head down like, "Oh my God, I yeah. can't believe he exposed me on this." You know, that's great with her with her military uh, with the military industrial complex where she's literally making millions of dollars off of this, and she's all for this Ukrainian war because she's making she's banking a lot. No amount of money for these people is enough money. Yes. You know, I well that's... I could live my life very comfortably. If somebody gave me one million dollars today, I could frugally spread it out. Spread it out and I could live a comfortable life on that with the rest of my life for but, the rest of my life.
2: But if you saw in the future an inexhaustible supply of money, that might change your mind maybe so that's that's the thing we don't comprehend is up there in dc it's an inexhaustible supply of money as long as we taxpayers are paying and at some point we taxpayers are going to get smart and it reminds me of some of the t-shirts i see on the military sites that says well in 1776 they tried to take our guns and we shot them you know so It's there. This and I think even Tucker Carlson very recently came out and said there's something big coming. Everybody knows it, and I'm going to tell you what it is. So there's there's a lot of awareness of something's are not right. And so what does that mean? How is that going to go? I don't have any answers for that, Mm -hmm. but. We need to be as prepared as we can individually, family, so that for as long as we can, we can protect ourselves and our families. And it goes back to you, Jody, Mm -hmm. teaching people how to be protecting themselves when they simply go to a gas station or a drive or to the grocery store or whatever. And you have to be aware of your surroundings. You have to pay attention to who's parked next to you. And it's this is America. Why is it that women have to be af- afraid, and men have to be afraid, right. Right. Um, to go somewhere and do some business, whether it's shopping or or go to a movie or whatever? I mean, we're, we're just coming to a point in time where things are going to get tough.
0: Well, a smart thing to do if you're going to do those activities is to choose your time of day intelligently and don't don't go go by yourself
2: yeah don't go at night
0: don't go at night yeah do it in daylight and take somebody with you that's your two two things right off the bat that i can think of that could um help you minimize the risk but you definitely need to be alert all the time being aware actually it's aware
1: i'm looking at some comments from one of our viewers on rumble agent eternity I'm trying to sort some of this stuff out. He he makes maybe this will make sense to you guys. Feel free to call in, Agent Eternity. You've got the phone number right there on the screen. I'd love for you to join the conversation. Um, he said it's all fake. It's all a psyop. Completely agree. I I don't I don't know if any of these Republicans are really fighting for us or not you know the problem is and the, the the founding fathers didn't want a bunch of lawyers serving in government and they didn't have the cia
2: undoing the government
1: no no <clears throat> so it kind of makes you wonder whether these guys you know you've if you guys have been to like a court trial you've got the defense and the prosecution after the trial it's all a game it to these game. guys and so People that have this mentality, these lawyers have this mentality in which it's a game. It's a game. They're playing with somebody's life here, but it's a game. Right. And then after the trial's over, regardless of who wins or loses, they're just yucking it up. Hey, you're going to go join me for lunch across the street? Uh, You know, yeah, yeah, let's go over there. They both got paid. They both got paid. They don't care. Right. And it kind of makes you wonder whether or not these politicians, which they're all lawyers, almost all of them, are doing the same thing. They're just putting on a show for us. And afterwards, then they laugh about how they, you know, screwed us over and "Ah, we lost this one big deal.
0: Mm.
1: And how they talk about their friends on the other side of the aisle. (laughs) I'm sorry. They would not like me if I was in the government. I would say, these people aren't my friends. They're my enemies. They're trying to destroy our country. Mm.
2: There are some good ones. I mean, you know, as much as that's a generalization and a correct generalization, uh, but there are some good people who are trying to effect change. There are a few, but they are few and far between. And we know one of them. He's <clears throat> he's a radical U.S.A. U.S. Air Force guy.
1: Yeah, yes,
2: <clears throat> <laughs> we do. But there are others. There's there are some throughout the state, uh, men and women that I personally met and and know that truly want to make New Mexico uh, a good place. And it's just an uphill battle against the, the general concept of what you, you've been saying, Becca, which is true, that they're, they're in it for themselves, not for the rest of the folks. So we just have to get, somehow or the other, more good folks in and get rid of some of these bad folks. And I I you know, it's for me, it's been a long, long time. The first time I was involved in politics was nineteen seventy, and it's I haven't made it affected any changes to amounts to anything. You know, it's just it's just not not good.
1: Patrick on uh, on Facebook said, "Love this show, Becca. Thank you, Patrick." <laughs> I I hope that we're waking some people up today and and sharing some useful information. That's what I always try to do. Um, you know, I think I would like to do. I think I'd like to talk about the <sighs> Section 702 thing for a few minutes. Okay. And then we'll talk about the uh, talk about the uh, the gun grabbing stuff going on in the state. So let's just kind of blow through this real quick. So ref- you know, they talk about reforming Section 702. By t- by the way, this NDAA, this National Defense Authorization Act, uh, continued this without any changes. Okay, it's a, it's a long read, um, so I didn't read the whole thing, but I, I caught a couple of things in it that I thought were rather interesting. And it says here, because Section 702 authorizes the NSA to target a broad range of Internet and cellular communications by non-U.S. individuals, it also sweeps in messages from Americans who correspond with them. The NSA then stores these messages for approximately five years and allows the FBI to search a limited percentage of this database for communications connected with U.S. citizens in select contexts without first obtaining a warrant or court order based on probable cause. Oh my gosh, why would we want to do that, right? (laughs) Section 702 lacks traditional judicial oversight. It is subject to a limited foreign intelligence surveillance court, which operates clandestinely and hears arguments only from executive branch agencies. These privacy standards are lower than otherwise required for traditional law enforcement investigations of Americans under the Fourth Amendment, who cares about that anymore, which has sparked debate over their appropriateness for intelligence activities unrelated to immediate threats of mass violence. Prior to 2013, criticism of Section 702 centered on its effects on the privacy of individuals within the United States. We don't care about privacy anymore. Uh, Leaked information by Edward Snowden in 2013, however, proved a pivotal moment in transatlantic digital trade. After Snowden revealed details of the NSA's PRISM program under Section 702, the European Union, the largest U.S. trade partner, repeatedly threatened to curtail cross-border data flows. This decision created significant uncertainty for numerous U.S. organizations, including startups and small businesses that relied on international data transfers, because they knew all their private information was going to get swept up and collected by the government and possibly Mm -hmm. shared with who knows who.
0: Right. Right. Which is going on, I think, all the time anyway. Yeah. Yeah. I have students sometimes say, I don't want to get a concealed carry license because the government will know. I I can see that. (laughs) It's like... They already know.
2: They do know. They, they know. Don't think you're
0: hiding anything. They, they already know. They how
2: much ammo you bought in, in your lifetime. And, sure. And, uh,
1: well, you know, they want to serialize the ammo, which is something that's just absolutely unbelievable. It's
2: insane.
0: There's a, a, a lot of very stupid ideas out there.
1: So that's just a little taste of... Section 702, which Mm. you might have heard mention of and didn't know what it was. It's It's a rather long document. There's more in there. But that's just a little example of the kind of stuff that's in it, which your Republican representatives voted to continue, as is, without any reform.
0: I think they're not reading the documents.
1: How could they possibly read it? Uh, yes. How could they have read the NDAA at 3,100 pages? Well, they Insane. didn't.
2: And they're counting on their staff to read it. And depending on how educated their staff is and what woke college their staff came out of. Right. Yeah. It's, it, it's just pathetic.
1: You know, I got to thinking about these these left-wing news agencies that promote propaganda. They're promoting propaganda, mm-hmm. which is completely right. false. I mean— just like they're saying that, uh, oh, well, there's, there's no evidence on Joe Biden. Mm. They've got the wire transfers. They've tracked the bank accounts. They've got the information from the banks. They've got the freaking signed checks. Right. They've got it all. Oh, that doesn't exist. Yeah. That doesn't exist. Right. And they, they, they think that if they lie to you over and over enough that you'll buy into it and you'll believe it. That, oh, well, it's, just, it's all been debunked. It's, it's not true it doesn't exist I know we're looking at it right here but it doesn't exist
0: that works for all those people that are the jet skiing on the top and not deep diving yeah
1: yeah you know so so you think about the the mindless viewers that watch these people and this is all they watch all day long yes and this is what they believe because yes. this is all the information they get.
0: Brainwashing. Brainwashing.
1: You might as well set them into a dark room with a bright light over their head, with a screen in their face, with their, with their eyelids propped open. It's the same exact thing because they're voluntarily doing it. Yes. All right. Let's finish off with a quick uh, talk about the uh, Second Amendment. We've kind of talked about it, it. throughout the discussion. But um, the, uh, our friend uh, John Block, not Jay Block... <laughs> Which is a representative. Yep, John yes. Block's good man. He he also runs the Pinon Post, and he posted an article about that. I just I had it there just a second ago. Where did it go? Anyway, give us your thoughts, Jody, real quick, and I'm gonna look that article up
0: on oh, Second Amendment. Second Amendment. Okay, so uh, for, I'm a firm believer, obviously, in the Second Amendment. Uh, the rights shall not be infringed, and it means exactly what it says. And the New Mexico Constitution has a mimic of that, but it's written much more plainly that no law shall be enacted that will in any way infringe a person's right to to bear arms.
2: And the bottom line is, without the Second Amendment, you can't protect any of the rest of the amendments. Yes. So it's, it's a critical amendment. The free speech, yeah, Amendment 1, free speech, freedom of speech. Okay. But if you can't protect it when somebody's trying to shut you off either violently or otherwise, um, you know, it, the Second Amendment is a critical. critical.
0: Well, it was, designed, it was designed to keep the government from taking over the population. Which that's is, what it was for, and, and that's what it means.
2: And that's what the government's trying to do today.
0: And, and it is, and that's why they're so afraid of us. That's why they're so afraid of us that have um, the AR-15, which is the most commonly owned rifle in this country. Um, It's not going to be a military weapon. It's never going to be that. And and the military has said that. It doesn't have the capability.
2: AR stands for Armalite.
0: Armalite, the manufacturer. Yes, correct. The designer (laughs) of that original.
1: Okay, so real quick, we're almost out of time. Okay. Okay. The bill's coming up in Santa Fe. 14-day waiting period for all gun purchases. Uh, They want to take away... High-capacity magazines, which uh, pretty much involves every weapon that I almost own. Um, <laughs> they and they. What do they want? They want. Uh, um, uh, what? Um, they want to infringe upon your inalienable rights. They don't care about that. That's fact. They don't look at that.
0: They do not, and they you know they they want to lie and they want to believe what they want to believe and they want you to believe what they believe, which is a lie. So anyway, guys.
1: Um, Wow, time flies, don't it? It does. Thank you two for coming on with me today. Oh, thank you for having us. And uh, thank you. You know, uh, Joe. What's the name of your business, Jody?
0: The Savvy Shooter. Okay. The savvy. Shooter.
1: How can they contact you?
0: Yeah, um, you can find my website, thesavvyshooter.com, or you can email me at jody, J-O-D-I, at jodyjodi@thesavvyshooter.com. Remember that savvy has two V's in it.
1: Yes, it does. So if you want to contact me with questions and comments, Becca at freedomspeaknm.com. And make sure whatever platform you're watching us on, follow, like, share. Click on that subscribe button down there at the bottom on the Rumble page that you're watching us on. Check out the podcast on SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes. Share, 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 because that's how we get the word out. And that's why I do this show. Remember. Freedom is essential to everyone. Liberty and freedom are rights, not privileges. Divided, we're weak. Together, we're strong. It's time for all of us to stand up, open your eyes, reject division, and tell the Marxists and those pushing the woke agenda and hate. Hell no. We won't comply. We are the resistance.